Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. March is National Kidney Month. 37 million Americans have chronic kidney disease, also known as CKD, and most don't know it. High blood pressure and diabetes increase the risk for CKD. Symptoms of kidney disease may include fatigue, shortness of breath, lower back pain, high blood pressure, or changes in urination. If you want to protect your kidneys or learn how to get tested, Fresenius Kidney Care can help. Learn more at kidneyrisk.com. That's kidneyrisk.com. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, honey, you know your dad's world-famous chili. Yeah, the one that takes 24 hours to make. So I was trying to help out and bring the pot to the table, but it was like super hot. And then I um dropped it, and now the floor looks all, you know, stained with chili. Look, the point is, you guys cool with pizza for dinner? <laughs> honey? Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Bienvenidos, señores y señores, to the Bleedlows podcast. This episode of the Bleedlows podcast is brought to you by Ben Online. Basketball is back, and Ben Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. So head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. And joining us on the carne asada is the pride of Virginia Beach, uh, the Swiss Army knife of those lawyers. You guys know him as CT3. Chris Taylor, ¿cómo estás, amigo? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Juan. So, uh, Chris, we wanted to have you on primarily because your foundation, the CT3 Foundation, is hosting a charity event on on January 12th. It is the Driving for Hope at Top Golf in L.A. So, first of all, uh, I, I know the CT3 Foundation has been around for a while, but what was the the drive for this? What made what what made you want to hold this event? Yeah, um, you know, I, I knew for a while I uh, I wanted to, you know, use my platform for good and, and start a foundation. Um, a few years back, uh, one of my closest childhood friends, Kyle Profile, he passed away from osteosarcoma, which is a uh, rare bone cancer in his leg. And, um, you know, obviously that was really tough on me. And, um, you know, that was really the the driving force for, you know, wanting to help kids with cancer um, specifically. And the last few years we've done um, a few events now, um, you know, mostly for children's hospitals, local to Virginia Beach and the Rock Solid Foundation. And this will be our first event in Los Angeles, uh, benefiting CT3 and CHLA. Um, and I'm happy to finally bring an event here to LA with Dodgers fans and, uh, you know, do something in my new home in Los Angeles. Go ahead, Alicia. Um, first of all, thank you for doing this. Um, I had read about your foundation and what they've been doing over in Virginia, and it sounds like it's always a good time as well. I'm so excited that you're bringing, you know, the CT3 Foundation to Los Angeles. And it's a top golf event, so fun. Um, I want to start off by thanking you for making Children's Hospital Los Angeles one of your benefactors for this event on January 12th. My daughter was treated and her life saved at Children's Hospital. So this is super important to me. So thank you again for using your powers for good, Chris. Um, 
But let's get to the golf part, shall we? Uh, are you a pretty good golfer? What is your handicap? Where, where do you and how often do you get to golf? <laughs> I don't go. I don't golf enough to have a handicap. Um, oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I, golfing is your handicap. Is that what right? you say, Chris? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, I'm happy if I'm shooting in uh, the double digits. If I can break a hundred, I'm good. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely um, not on the same level as some of my teammates, but, you know, I, I enjoy golf. I like going out. Um, I, I really don't play that often. I probably get out there a couple of times in the off season, um, mainly just for like, um, you know, to get together with the guys and hang out. Or um, I try to go to Justin Turner's golf event that he does, that his foundation does every year. Um, it's always humbling. Yes. <laughs> it's always uh <laughs> Yeah, 18 holes is a lot. That's kind of mm -hmm. why I went the top golf route. Uh, you can just aim right down the middle and and take <laughs> a whack at it and hope to hit one of the targets. Yeah, well, that's when someone asks me, because I call myself a golfer, but like you, I don't really, you know, like Juan said, my, golf is my handicap. So I always reply with scramble. Scramble is my handicap. Best ball. That's my game. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> so with you. Right. This should be really fun. And you mentioned that you've golfed with some of your teammates. Who's who's the best golfer that uh, you've golfed with in terms of the Dodgers? Um, there's a few. We got some good golfers. Uh, Will Smith is a really strong golfer. Um, and I know uh, Albert Pujols, he golfs a lot. I, I bet he, his game's on point right now since <laughs> he's uh, recently retired. Um and he'll actually be at the event so uh right you know we'll get to we'll get to see him hopefully drive a few balls into the back net <laughs> and speaking of so i read that george lopez was going to host your event is that true is he going to be there and, and can you give us a couple of names of some other celebs or or fellow mlb um, friends yeah i mean i don't want to I don't want to call anybody out. I mean, we've, we've definitely gotten some commitments. Uh, George Lopez has agreed to host, which we're thrilled about. I mean, obviously George does so much for the community and he's um, agreed to, you know, give us his time to, to host this event. And there's nobody better I can think of in, in LA. Um, you know, I think he's the perfect guy to do it. And um, yeah, you know, obviously there's going to be a lot of my teammates um, for current and former there um we're hoping to get some old time dodger players as well you know some of the dodger legends and then we've uh we've reached out to some of the local celebs and we're hoping to get a good turnout so hopefully you'll recognize a few faces there awesome Juan, were, were you gonna be there are you gonna be out there with your clubs <laughs> i'm gonna try to go you know i like it that it's more top golf because i can do my rodney dangerfield swing and yeah. no there won't be any judgment for those of you watching on the youtube we have in the upper right hand corner the qr code for the ct3 foundation so we can, we're trying to make things as easy as possible uh chris what is the last day that they can buy tickets for this event uh I believe it's all the way up till the day of the event, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I hope I don't have to bite my tongue on that, but um, <laughs> yeah. or or until it sells out. Um, you know, we still have tickets available as of now. Um, hopefully, they go fast, and um, you know, we'll uh, we'll sell out here soon. But um, yeah, as of right now, there's still tickets available. And, um, yeah, we hope, uh, we hope to get a full house though. So Chris, we, we briefly crossed paths at the Kershaw's challenge blue carpet. And I have to tell you this, you know, I asked the same question to everybody and it last year was the maestro Jaime Jarrins last year. And I was so taken by your response when you spoke about Jaime Jarrin the thing that took me was how genuine it was like your answer was the one that stuck with me the whole night everyone else seemed to me like they were just trying to say the right thing but you were like for me i was just taking it back at like it felt like you really had a relationship with him and i kept telling these guys i was like dude chris taylor's a good dude he's a good dude now 
you have a locker room. You mentioned Justin Turner. He has his foundation. Mookie is going to have a charity event going on. It seems like there's a lot of competition for philanthropy in that Dodgers <laughs> uh, locker room. Did you, before you became this superstar, did is this something you've always wanted to do with your life, is give back to others? Or is it seeing your, your teammates do this kind of work, did that inspire you? Um, yeah, first off, speaking of, of Jaime, uh, he makes it easy, honestly. Like, Jaime is such a good dude, and every time I see him, you know, I, I feel like I'm speaking to a longtime friend. Um, Jaime is awesome, and I, I will speak highly of him, you know, forever. You know, that, that guy, um, you know, he's the best there is, and, uh, you know, I, I'm definitely, I hope I continue to see him around the field because I, I love seeing him down on the field during batting practice. He's such a genuine, um, just a, a great person. And, uh, you know, I, I'm happy for him. And, uh, you know, I hope he can still come out to Dodger Stadium and say, hey. But, um, but yeah, back to your question. Um, you know, I think it, it really is contagious when you have all these guys, you know, Clayton Kershaw, and Justin Turner, they've been doing it for, you know, I don't know how long, 10 years now. Um, you know, they're at the top of all of baseball in, in terms of the amount of service they put in away from the field. And it, it shows, you know, they both won the, the Roy Campanello Award, um, rightfully so. And so when you have these guys to look up to, um, you know, I think it's contagious and it kind of, you know, I, I, you're encouraged to fall in their footsteps the best you can. You know, it, it's really tough to live up to the, the bar that they've set. But um, having those guys around and being able to talk to them and use their guidance uh, definitely helps a lot. And then playing in Los Angeles for the Dodgers, um, best fans in all baseball, uh, that helps as well. We, we have a tremendous influence here and being able to take advantage of that platform um, is is uh, a very valuable thing and I don't think should be taken for granted. Alicia, we're going to start wrapping things up. You got anything else? Yeah, I just want to, before we let you go, I have to bring up the wedding. Congratulations, Chris Taylor, and to the missus. Thank you. Um, Hawaii, one of my favorite places in the world. I will be there for my birthday soon. Any suggestions? Is that is that a place you guys always go to? Tell me about your connection to Hawaii. Yeah, no, Mary's from Oahu, so that's her her hometown, <laughs> her home island. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, what do you want to know? I I've been there a few <laughs> times now. So um, you know, if you you're looking for uh restaurants um you know there's well i love zippies i don't have you been to zippies yeah the zippies yeah really that's a like kind of like a fast <laughs> joint right it like, is. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite i love zippies oh um, right on i'm gonna have to get some zippies in you and, and your honor um do you ever go yeah, out to the north shore i did that's where we got married so we got married in the north shore um i love the 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 vibe there at the North shore. Um, obviously it's so beautiful there. The waves were going off in the background and we were getting married. It was like double overhead. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's such a beautiful place. Uh, I wish Mary was down here and she could tell you, give you all the answers to the local spots, but, um, you know, well, the, there's great. great food, obviously you get the, uh, I, I love the, uh, poke, poke bowls um and good seafood all over the place yes yeah, some of the best seafood is at their supermarkets like it's amazing so i can't yeah i think it's food lands food land right right yeah. on. thank you thank you for that i'm gonna have to go buy zippies and i'll be like oh this is for <laughs> mr and mrs <laughs> thank you so much Chris. good luck on your event again like Juan mentioned, the the QR code is up there in the corner. If you happen to be watching on the YouTube channel, get your tickets fast um, because we don't know exactly when they will sell out, but I know it'll sell out. So congratulations and thank you once again for doing this, Chris. 
So before yeah, we let Chris, before we let you go, Chris, we're going to end the show the way we always end the show. We call ourselves the Carnesada because we just like to hang out and talk to our guests. So we have a series that we call our kickback questions. So these are like little rapid fire questions. So the first one, is it true that you were on the wrestling team in high school? Middle school. In yeah. Middle school. I, uh, by the time I got to high school, I knew wrestling was not for me. I wasn't, I wasn't tough enough to wrestle. I decided to play baseball. <laughs> so, so you did real wrestling, but were you by any chance a fan of professional wrestling? Like I'm talking no. WWF. <laughs> no, I don't think many real wrestlers are into the WWE in my experience. Really? Yeah, it's completely different. All right. Uh, next one. So Brett Young is going to be performing, correct, at your event? Yes. Yeah, Brett Young has agreed to, obviously very grateful that somebody of his you know, magnitude has agreed to, to perform at our event. We, we really hit it big with him. He's outstanding, huge Dodgers fan, and uh, one of the top country artists there is out there right now. So uh, I was stoked when he agreed to, to perform for us. So are you a country guy or a mariachi guy? And be careful because <laughs> the mariachi plays out in the palenque out in, in, in right field, Chris. <laughs> I am a country guy. You know what? I'm catching on. I'm catching the mariachi fever. Ever since Joe Kelly put that jacket on, yeah. it's a, uh, yeah, it's, how can you not love it? Especially at Dodger Stadium. So when you saw him wear that outfit at the White House, did you buy the story that he had forgotten his suit? Or did you think, ah, oh, man, this guy's just trying to one-up us with his wardrobe? <laughs> oh, no. He, he knew what he was doing. He didn't forget his suit. <laughs> he, he, he knew as soon as he got that jacket. Well, he is the legend of, of Mariachi Joe because of that. So... And the last question is, now that you, you know, you've been playing in L.A., as far as we're concerned, you're an, an, an Angelino now. So at on the Bleed Loves podcast, we are about the Dodgers, we're about L.A., but we're also about tacos. So we need to know, Chris, what is your favorite taco and where in the city do you go to get that taco? I just like the, the street tacos that you get on from the trucks on the side of the, the road. Um, I don't know. I, is there, is there a favorite so many, meat that you like from those taco trucks? I like it all. I like, <laughs> uh, chicken, carne asada, shrimp, fish. Um, you can't go wrong. Right. You don't discriminate. <laughs> I, I don't. All the Mexican food out here is unbelievable. A lot, a lot different than what I grew up with in Virginia Beach, that's for sure. <laughs> I love it. And so, Chris, do not be surprised at how many of us here in L.A. and Southern California love country music. So I would say don't limit yourself. You can be a country and a mariachi guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to be one or the other? <laughs> Look, a lot of the reporters come on this show, Chris, and they crap on the mariachis. They, they're, they're sick of it. But every time we talk to one of you guys on the team, you guys all tell us that you love the mariachi. Like Edwin Rios cracked me up because he was like, I like the big boy. And, and that's friend of the show, Julian Torres. He, he's been on the show, but the players love it and want more. But it's those reporters, all those curmudgeons in the press box that are just over it. I don't know what's wrong with them. I right. mean, just, how can you, being a Dodger fan or a Dodger player or just local to the LA area, how can you not buy into it? It's all part of it. Amen. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to let you go. And I know you had said you had, had maybe some Dodger legends would be joining you at the event. Again, it's January 12th. It's going to be a Top Golf in El Segundo. Go to the CT3 Foundation website. You'll get all the details. But you had mentioned one of the uh, maybe some Dodger legends. I'm going to throw that one out there because I know he loves the golf and he is an idol on this show. And that is Fernando Valenzuela. We're going to put you on the hot seat before we let you go, Chris. Number 34. Now that Noah Syndergaard came on the team and he is a number 34. 34 should be retired, correct, Chris? Like, no one else should be wearing 34. 
I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, you know, definitely one of the faces of Dodger baseball. And, uh, yeah, he, he is the number 34. There we go. There you have it. Again, folks, make sure we got this uh, the QR code up here in the corner if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on the audio, go to the website. Get your tickets before they sell out. You're going to have Brett Young. You're going to have Chris Taylor. You're going to have Justin Turner. You're going to have Olds. It's going to be a Dodger Fest. Go out there. Support the CT3 Foundation. We want to thank the Swiss Army Knife of Los Dyers, CT3, the man who does it all. Thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on here, Chris. Absolutely. Thanks for having March is National Kidney Month. 37 million Americans have chronic kidney disease, also known as CKD, and most don't know it. High blood pressure and diabetes increase the risk for CKD. Symptoms of kidney disease may include fatigue, shortness of breath, lower back pain, high blood pressure, or changes in urination. If you want to protect your kidneys or learn how to get tested, Fresenius Kidney Care can help. Learn more at kidneyrisk.com. That's kidneyrisk.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because. I have a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Have you found the keys to unlock your best trip? On a Trafalgar tour, you unlock more than just the world. We give you the keys to discover real connections and one-of-a-kind experiences. It all starts with expert itineraries where everything is taken care of. With Trafalgar, your money goes further, and so do you. Unlock your best self. Discover more at trafalgar.com slash unlock. That's T-R-A-F-A-L-G-A-R dot com slash unlock. Hey, guys. And again, a big thank you to CT3, Chris Taylor, for joining us on the show. Uh, and it, please uh, support the CT3 Foundation. Again, go to the website. It'll have all the information. It's top golf. I mean, it's not that hard. You don't have to be a professional golfer no. to do this. So um, that, that was um, Chris Taylor. It just I, Again, this is my second interaction with the guy. And what, what strikes me so much is he's a professional baseball player. He's so soft-spoken. He, I feel like he's so gentle. What was your impression, Alicia? Just a good dude. Just very chill. I mean, you know, he's got uh, kind of like a country swagger, right? Like he he kind of says what he means, means what he says, so he doesn't talk much. And I love that. <laughs> I could probably take a page from his book. Because <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I mean, what, what, did, what did you think, Babyface? Yeah, like you said, I mean, he's he seems like Jen, the genuine, all-around good dude. You know, I mean, the way he's, you went, you know, you asked him again about Jaime when we talked to him at the Kershaw event. I mean, he was so sincere about Jaime Jardin again, and, you know, he came, he made it a point to tell us again what he thinks of Jaime Jardin. You know, just, he's such a good dude, what he thinks of him, right? So, I mean, he, he, Chris Taylor, yeah, he's he's one of those uh, genuine Good, good guys in the game, and you know we're we're lucky to have him here in LA. Yeah. And again, uh, someone, another player voting for the mariachi. I, I, <laughs> I mean, are you are you surprised by that, Alicia? That all these guys really like the mariachi? You know, I shouldn't say I'm surprised because again, he just seems like a a chill guy that doesn't want any drama. Doesn't you know? He just wants to live his life, help out when he can because. I'd like to remind people that he, you know, when these players do these events, they don't have to do this. They can just write a check and get the tax write off. The fact that a lot of the Dodgers are so involved in the community, I'm very proud of that. I love that that community, that culture of community in the Dodgers organization. But that said, I think he kind of knew not to say no to the mariachis. Like he knows where <laughs> he's been in Southern California long enough, you know, and I mean, think about it. Isn't there only one Dodger who kind of poo-pooed 
the mariachi. So I won't yeah. bring up his <laughs> name again. <laughs> and I'm exaggerating. Maybe he didn't poo-poo, but he surely didn't give them love. So he needs but to you, spend some more time in Los Angeles. <laughs> like, but you you work a lot with these foundations, Alicia. You host these types of events. Like these, this kind of stuff is a lot of work, isn't it? It is. It is a lot of work and it takes a team. He can't do it alone. And I love that, you know, he's a newlywed. Again, I just feel like there are so many reasons he doesn't have to. It's easier not to do it. Does that make sense? It's not yeah. an easy um, thing to pull off. And I do love that it's at Top Golf because it takes a lot of pressure off of filling up 18 holes with sponsors and stuff. He's giving us the fans and the attendees, you don't even have to like golf to have a good time. I promise you um, a good time for a great cause. And, and, you know, he, he gets to put his name on it on something good for, you know, the kids, right? Everything that the CT3 foundation does and what children's hospital does for the community, they don't turn any families away. Not one child is turned away for insurance or anything like that. So I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, CHLA and I just when I saw that his event CT3's event was for Los Angeles uh, Children's Hospitals I was like yeah right on I love it you know we didn't have Chris for that long so there were a lot of questions that I wanted to ask him that I I didn't get a chance to ask him and I'm sure Alicia the same thing happened to you um, but like for me, one of the things that I think broke my heart and was most disappointed because I could feel Alicia cringe when I asked the question was him being a wrestler and not being a fan of the WWF. Because let me tell you, if he would have told me he was a wrestling fan and he was a WWF fan, we totally would have nerded out. And then Alicia again would have just been like, Hey, I don't know why I'm on the show because these nerds are just totally nerding out. No, I'm now a fan. I'm still learning, but I love, you know, Roger as our uh, executive producer extraordinaire. He has been sending me homework, so so to speak, like videos <laughs> of of older, like I guess the must-see, uh, you know, events and, and the beefs. So I love that. So definitely keep them coming, Roger. I'm grateful. So I would not. I would have welcomed it. I almost feel, I mean, do you think Chris, was like, man, I'm a real wrestler. I can't like, you know, fake wrestling. Well, that's kind of like the vibe that he what gave off, I, right? What, what, why did you preface it like that? Real wrestling? What do you mean real wrestling? Isn't that <laughs> oh real wrestling God. what I see on the screen? Yeah, that that's sports entertainment, my friend. I but apologize. It, it, but I am curious. I don't know that many like people who wrestled like Greco-Roman style. And so it was heartbreaking <laughs> for me. It was heartbreaking for me to hear that he said, hey, us wrestlers, we were not really big wrestling fans. And, and, you know, he's technically from the South. You know, Virginia is considered the South. And I know the South has a lot of wrestling fans. Yeah. So uh, it was just heartbreaking. I wish we could have connected on that level, you know, where we could have shared our, our wrestling bond. But was there something that you wanted to ask him that you didn't get a chance to ask, Alicia? Well, first of all, let me say that maybe it's a code that they have to sign like in, because he was a junior high high school wrestler. So why not in high school when he stopped, you know, competing at that sport? the Greco-Roman sport. Um, <laughs> maybe it's like a code that they're not supposed to like it. And maybe Chris Taylor secretly watches wrestling and it's his guilty pleasure, but he can't say it in public. I don't know. Um. So, so basically what you're saying is the next time he comes on the show, I should still keep asking him. Well, you're really know. a wrestling fan, right? You just don't want to admit it. Is that what, what's going on? There's no yeah. shame. <laughs> well, he is a good sport. I do like that. Uh, you thanked him at the end of the interview for for playing along. It's it's always more fun when they know that we're coming from a place of you know it's, it's good times here, right? You are Chris Taylor is now a friend of the carne asada, and I love that. And uh, I've never interviewed Chris, so I almost started off my questions with a longtime fan, first time interview, but I didn't want to be that cheesy. <laughs> I can be corny, I admit it, but. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask him about how the season ended, but um, yeah. I, I knew that was not why he was talking to us. And 
like myself what if he's not um you know wanting to talk about it so <laughs> you know if we had more time with him i think we would have gotten into that because the thing in again that's a question i i wish we would have had more time because i do want to know about his health he was recently on access sportsnet la uh interviewed by friend of the carnesada john hartung and he did say he is fully healthy, but at the end of the last season, he wasn't. He was still having those neck issues. Now, right. look, guys, when uh, we're going to pull back the curtain a little bit here. When he comes on the show, he's here to promote his event, okay? So yeah. that's going to be priority. We're going to, you know, we're going to help him push the event. But if we had more time, definitely his health would have been something that I would have asked him because I think the Dodgers are going to depend on him a lot more coming in this new season because of the fact that technically we don't have a shortstop. I, I know Gavin Lux is going to be our shortstop, but we might see Chris Taylor playing shortstop next season for the Dodgers. And hence, I love the nickname that you've given him, the Swiss Army Knife of the Dodgers. I mean, what a great compliment to him that you can put him pretty much anywhere and he will do the job. So good on him. You know, we're lucky to have him as a Dodger. And, and again, I just, uh, I hope everybody supports this event. Top golf is fun. I'm telling you, you don't have to know how to golf y'all. I claim I'm a golfer, but I'm, I'm, I suck, but I love it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm hoping to get out there. I hope you guys come with me. We should do a, a field trip and uh, we could put it up on, on our YouTube channel. So then she can see how bad we are at golf what? and then she's going to rag on us. She's going to no. rag on us and go, oh my God, la vergüenza. You guys are so bad. How How is it that I'm better than you guys? I know that's no, no. what's coming. How awesome though. I love that you brought up Fernando, right? He's down to retire Fernando's number. And what if there's a slight chance that, you know, Valenzuela will be at Chris Taylor because he is a very good golfer. You go all the time. Exactly. <laughs> you you tell us this all the time. You see him on the golf course all the time. He mm -hmm. said Dodger legends. So, yeah. I mean, who are those Do who could possibly be those Dodger legends? I think it's Valenzuela, maybe Hershiser. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Stop Short, Steve Garvey, maybe a, a Dodger legend. Mr. Stop Short. That, well, that's the I mean, the Mr. you know, uh, Jaime Harin, he has yeah. his own golf tournament, Justin Turner. Oh man, I would love to see JT there and Hyman because they're both not going to be at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> well, look, and that's another reason why you guys should go out there and, and buy it because when else are you going to have the opportunity to be this close mm -hmm. to the to, to these kind of Dodgers? I'm sure there's going to be security and we'll probably get tackled if we try to, you know, talk to Valenzuela. <laughs> But still, you you just you never know, right? Shoot your shot, babyface. What what did you want to ask him that we didn't get a chance to ask? Um, yeah, I wanted to know more of the the some of the guys that are going to be there. Like you mentioned Turner, but I don't think Turner's officially announced that he's going to be there, or 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 they will be there. But they they were posting some stuff about it this week, so it kind of gives you the hint that that JT will be there. You know, just to to hang with some of his uh his now former teammates. So. <laughs> you know what but it is interesting like when we went to the kershaw's challenge now i know some of them walked the blue carpet but then some of them just went straight to the event but you and i talked about this we were curious as to which players showed up and which players didn't show up to support right i mean he's kershaw right i mean if you don't support kershaw like what's going on there I mean, Chris Taylor seems like a good dude. Like, why? Now, I get it. This is the offseason. There may be guys who aren't in L.A. right now who could support him. So that maybe that's reasons why they're not there. But it is interesting to me to see, like, who are the players that show up to support these events? Are they showing up because they want to? It's a good cause. They're there to support. Or are they showing up because Chris Taylor is a good friend of theirs and they want to support Chris Taylor? Uh, Walker Bueller is a really good golfer and he golfs all the time. I doubt he's golfing now though, right? He's, he better be healing up. 
Um, like if Walker Bueller is golfing, we got a big problem. Right? Right <laughs> but that's that's the thing is this top golf, you guys know this, it lends itself, it lends itself to you don't even have to golf. You can sit in your bay and eat and drink and watch your friends golf and still have a good time. You can take a couple of swings and try it. I just please do not fall off the front. Have you been seeing those uh get the yes. memes? All over. It's, I feel like there's one every day on Instagram now. The reels where someone takes a horrible swing um, and and falls off the top deck. Not good. <laughs> now, do you think they're falling off because they're taking that powerful a swing, or are they falling off because they're that drunk? And because you know, a lot of these top golfs, it's it's just basically a bar with a golf club. It's puro party for yes. sure, and I would not be surprised if it was both. Now I'm starting to wonder if some of them are staged because there are so many. And and I hope not because, you know, I feel like a lot of those, they're too old to be hurting themselves for fame, you know? <laughs> not that young people should do it either, but at least young people are, you know, you feel like you're going to live forever when you're young. I don't know. Just everybody be careful. Everybody be cool. It's for a good cause. <laughs> don't hurt yourself. Uh, and you do sign a, a waiver of liability when you golf there. So, <laughs> oh, you do. So when I go to Top Golf, I have to sign uh, away my life. So, when I went to the one in Vegas, um, when you get your card, you load your money on a card, and you use mm -hmm. that to pay for things. I'm not sure that's how El Segundo works because I've not been there yet to that one. But um, you, part of the the rights, you know, to your card is you're signing up basically to say you're not, they're not responsible for any injuries that are occur there. I mean, it's golf. You really shouldn't be hurting yourself. So stretch a little warm up. <laughs> Don't take it too seriously. It's for a good cause. Um, and, and bring and and ladies, I've been seeing a lot of women, beautiful women, all shapes and sizes of golfing at top golf in high heels and high, high heel boots. So, Thinking maybe I should challenge myself and show up in some high heel boots and see if I could do it. Oh, this is going to be awesome. So we're going to go to Chris <laughs> Taylor's event and La Princesa de Picolandia is going to be wearing tacones and then she's going to eat it. So then no. when, we make, when we make our TikTok video, we're going to preface it with the speech that she just dropped. Oh, you know, all these memes of all the all these gifs of all these people <laughs> eating it. I think it's all staged. And then we cut to La Princesa Picolandia just eating it in her tacones because she has to show off her stilettos no, to everybody. Don't, don't even put that in the universe, Juan. Come on. <laughs> Whose side are you on? <laughs> I, I'm on yours, but I'm all about producing good content for the show. <laughs> so whatever's going to get us the more the most clicks, that's what I'm for. It's going to be fun. A good time. Um, I, I hope everybody goes out and supports it. It's the first time here in Los Angeles. And he is such a good guy. And, um, you know, there. you mentioned it, Juan, when you said – I know you were joking around, but you mentioned that there are other players doing other events, a lot of golf tournaments, the ping pong, uh, Kershaw's Challenge. Remember when James Loney was here? He had a bowling event. Has well, there's Mookie another guy who's doing a bowling event. What are your favorites? Right. You think he'll show up? <laughs> <laughs> well, did he show up to the ping pong for pur purpose, babyface? He played in it, didn't he? I, yeah, I think he was there. He just didn't want the blue carpet. Yeah. I, see, see, I, I, see I'm, that's the thing. Go ahead, babyface. I'm surprised Taylor didn't say that Mookie was one of the best golf because we know that everything that Mookie does, he's like, you know, super awesome, right? So he seems I mean, very competitive. Yeah. So I hope he shows up. I want to see what he's got, you know, with a with a golf club, because we know bowling is his favorite. We get it, but I want to see him with. <laughs> Some clubs. I bet you he's really good. He's just that athletic, you know. Mookie's just that good. But guys, we're burying the the big reveal in this interview. I mean, am I the only one that read into the fact that Chris Taylor has accused Mariachi Joe of staging the mariachi outfit? Oh because yeah. Because if you guys remember, <laughs> right. the way that story was told was 
what was it? He either forgot his suit or they lost his luggage and he didn't have his suit. This was when the Dodgers had just won the World Series. They're going to the White House to visit the president. And then Joe Kelly shows up in that mariachi jacket, right? But what Chris Taylor now is hinting at, or maybe he just flat out said it, was Joe Kelly knew what he was doing and that this whole thing was staged. Yeah, I I actually never believed that story. I, I thought it was a joke on a joke because that fit him so perfectly. He's a lean dude. And well, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I, I'm just saying that jacket, the mariachi jacket that Joe Kelly wore to the White House fit him perfectly, almost like it was made for him. I don't know. Well, the jacket <laughs> fit him too, but he had the story was he had a borrowed pants from Mookie because I guess he'd forgotten his or some or or lost his or whatever. So Mookie's another lean guy too. So, you know, it makes sense that his pants would fit Joe Kelly. You know what? I never thought what Alicia Isn't just Joe Kelly out. taller than Mookie? No. Well, that's but why... they were they were high waters though. They were yeah, they were high waters, waters yeah. on him. If oh, you go back, that's right. That's right. If you look at the picture and he and he wasn't wearing any socks, right, baby yeah. face. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of ankles showing there in that I, sequence. You're right, then. Well, but that's his style now, too. So, but I didn't real. I didn't think about the fact that what Alicia said. She's right. That jacket fit him perfectly, unless Joe Joe Kelly's doppelganger was in that mariachi band and said, "Here, you know, we should get Mariachi Los Toros back on the show and just be like, uh, well, well, they weren't the ones that gave him the mariachi jacket, but we should ask them." We should ask them what size uh, those those jackets come in. I mean, well, we had Joe Kelly on the show before, and yeah. he loves being known as Mariachi Joe. If we ever have him on again, I think we're going to have to get to the bottom of this and be like, yeah. are you are you calling the Good Samaritan the perfect man? C- Chris Taylor, are you calling him a liar? Yeah. <laughs> Bleed Lowe's podcast investigation, right? <laughs> we're we're going to have a new segment called Stirring Up the Cheese Man with the Bleed Lowe's podcast, where it's like, well, that's oh, not what I heard. He did say it the way Chris Taylor said it. You're right, Juan. I think he is calling him out. He said it. What was it? Uh, I don't want to get it wrong. Something to the effect of he knew what he was doing. What? Yeah. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> what, what what do you think, Babyface? No, I think I think we definitely have to ask uh, Joe Kelly next time that uh, <laughs> that he dumps, he drops by the kind of uh... yeah. Well, I mean, and of course the the other thing that I wanted to get into with him and we didn't get a chance to was his thoughts on Justin Turner not being there and and Cody Bellinger. I think that is one of the aspects, and in lieu of what has happened in sports recently. I think we lose sight of the fact that these guys are human beings, right? And not only are they human beings, but they they form relationships. So I'm very curious, especially with the WBC coming around the corner. There's a lot of Dodgers that are going to be playing for USA, USA, right? <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be very friendly with Trey Turner. They're going to be like, hey, what's up? What's going on? And all that stuff. While the fans are going to be like probably angry and be like, fuck that guy because that guy's not a Dodger. But I don't think that professional athletes view it that way. I'm sure like when the Dodgers go to Boston this year and they see Justin Turner, it's going to be all smiles and hugs. When Cody Bellinger comes to Dodger Stadium in April, they're all going to be really happy to, to see him. But I, I'm curious to see. I, I would have liked to have heard from him to see what it felt like for him to have the business side of it being like he's not my teammate anymore. Well, didn't you see? Um, did you see the photos from his wedding that were posted around? It was a huge Dodgers reunion. Cody Bellinger was there. Justin Turner was there. Uh, I think it was Jock there. I'm not sure if Jock was there. Um, was I mean, but there was. There? Uh, uh, I don't think so. But there was all kinds of Dodgers there that. That were there that that went to Hawaii, you know, like you're saying, you know, these friendships, these bonds that he's made with with these guys, you know, they they were there at his wedding, you know, so that they they thought you know highly enough of him that hey, we're gonna go, this is our friend, this is our you know our compadre, we're gonna go to his wedding all the way in Hawaii, and and they were there even though they're they're no longer his teammates. Ah, oh, I totally spaced that his wife is from Hawaii. 
I had yeah. read that before, but I've never interviewed them. I've never worked at an event with them or anything. And as soon as you said that, I went, huh? And then producer extraordinaire Babyface, he threw up the photo and I'm like, don't, that's right. <laughs> I was like, whoops. <laughs> but it's okay, yes. Alicia, because she yeah. asked the hard-hitting questions, and now we know that Chris Taylor's favorite spot to eat in Hawaii is basically fast food. It's so a drive-through. <laughs> again, this is why this man is so relatable. Because, I, look, I am not a fan of country music, but the fact that he said it's a toss-up now between mariachi music and, like, I, I just feel, and maybe that's just me being biased. But I feel like all these Dodger players who aren't Latinos who end up playing for the Dodgers end up becoming Latinos. I mean, when we had Andre Jackson on the show, yeah, I told him he was a Blacksican, but what? He was an urban cowboy. He likes hot sauce more than Miguel Vargas likes <laughs> hot sauce. Like Andre Jackson was calling out all those Caribbean guys for not liking hot sauce. <laughs> I mean, am I, off, am I off base there, babyface? No. I mean, don't you think like... I mean, look, and he said it. He's from Virginia. He, this is, uh, he's not, he wasn't exposed to this. He lived in a different, and then he comes to LA, and it, it's, to me, I think it's great. They know about it without actually acknowledging it. They know who their fan base is. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think when you come to LA, I mean, wherever you're from, if you're from, you know, Virginia, Kentucky, whatever, and then you come to LA, I mean, you see just the diversity, the culture, just everything you're exposed to now in L.A. I mean, it's totally different. And these guys, they know where they're playing, like I said, you know, and, and the more they get involved in, in that culture and, and just become part of it, you know, they they become two true, you know, Los Angeles citizens. You know, this this becomes their community. This becomes their home. You know, it looks like you know, it looks like Taylor lives here now. Right. I, I don't think he's living in Virginia. I think he, he's living in L.A. So he's totally, you know. Well, he does do events in, in Virginia, but he said yeah. it himself. He's glad this is going to be the first event that they do in L.A. So it's almost and now he signed that new contract. So you're right. Maybe he look, thinks of L.A. as home or Mary also may have something to do with that also. And says like, do I want to live in Virginia or do I want to live in L.A.? Right. Which is five hours away from home for her. So. Uh, it's a very easy flight. You could spend the weekend in Hawaii and they and her family can visit LA if their home base is here. So good for them. You know, I'm a homer. I'm a, bring it, bring it. Um, I, I just found out that uh, Jaime Harin will be there at the CT3 foundation. What is it? Driving for hope. Yeah, I driving for like, hope. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Driving for Hope. So that's yay. the official name. That's the official name of the event, Driving for Hope. Right. So, and, um, and that's that's and breaking news because I don't think that's been announced. So breaking news. <laughs> oh, wow! Now, now Alicia's phone's going to start trying. No, no, <laughs> the Hadi family is so lovely. You guys know them. They're they're so cool, and they, you know, his son and his grandson, they run the golf tournament that uh, to so to benefit the Harin Foundation. And they are golf golfers, so it makes sense that they would be there, you know? So um, they're just a good giving family as well. That's what I'm saying. Like-minded people hang out with like-minded people. And one, I know, you know, I have to call you out for not liking even a little bit of country because a lot of country, the classic stuff, it's almost, I call some of it like oldies. There are country oldies where it's broken hearts, you know, miserable. I'm gonna die. I'm drinking in my, you know, tears in my beers. Like All it right. is, you know. <laughs> here's here's the real test, and this is gonna be a shout out to loyal listener Simeon. Would what country song would Art LeBeau play? Did he mention this before? I'm not pulling. Dang it! No, I, I, it's a genuine question because when you say that, like some country songs are like oldies, you know. Oh. To me, an oldie is whatever Art LeBeau played. Like, okay, okay. All right, LeBeau plays it. That that's that's considered an oldie. But I I hear you because let me tell you, and I I have no shame in saying this statement. But there are some Dolly Parton songs that I really enjoy, oh, and, and Dolly. Dolly is country. There is a guy that my girl introduced me to that to me sounds country, but I like his music. But I don't know. So you young kids, you're gonna have to help me out here. 
What is Chris Stapleton considered? Oh, do you guys do you guys know who this is? He's country, and he's amazing. He's, he's yes. at the top right now of country of the genre. But he doesn't but, sound like country to well, at least the songs that I've heard of his, they don't sound country I to think, me. So I'm figuring this out now. What you don't appreciate about a country is the modern pop. He's not, even though he's modern per se because of his age and the release of, of his music, which is current, he sings in the old style, in the crooning, twangy. I mean, he writes his own songs. That's That art is gone where a singer-songwriter was singing his own songs. That's what Chris Stapleton does. And a lot of them are about love. So again, that it loans itself to, you know, what I say that a lot of them feed me the way oldies feed me which is just like oh like just like heartbroken or in love or revenge you know she took my dog she took my truck like it's, it's all good. i'm saying is this alicia is if you take me to a toby keith concert we're gonna fight no. We're gonna I'm fight. Gonna that, that's that, that's what that won't happen. happen. But I would I would recommend going to a Chris Stapleton concert for sure. Visit Nashville. There are tons of Mexican Americans in Nashville. There are tons of Latinos everywhere. But uh, in Nashville, the few times I went, I am pleasantly surprised by how many uh, how diverse it is there. All listening to country in all of those bars. It's so fun. And a lot of my cousins who are Raider fans who grew up in Pico, Montebello, they live in Chino, you know, West Covina, Hacienda Heights. They all love country. And they're not the target demo. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. And for those of you listening at home, that was our first Raiders alert uh, of the episode. <laughs> Raiders alert. We talk about the Raiders here. Cool Raiders. I know. what. Why am I stereotyping Raiders? Sounds my bad. I'm just saying there are they are a diverse there are diverse fans of country in Southern California. And isn't Brad Paisley, is he a friend of Chris uh Taylor as well? Because he's a huge Dodger fan. Brad Paisley. I know he's boys with Kershaw, right, babyface? Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I knew he's had a connection to the Dodgers and he's a Dodger fan. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, maybe this, he'll be there. Um this Brett Young who is performing at the event, I guess is a big Dodger fan according to Chris Taylor, but And he's popular. Yeah, so I mean it, it, it's interesting. I I know we're Alana probably going to Rizzo is a huge country fan. I think oh. she talked about it a little bit, didn't she, when she was on with us? Or maybe off the air, like off recording. I I just like to talk about McMansions with Alana, so it just <laughs> Just don't bring uh, up the wave at the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, give me give me Kenny Rogers any day. So. Uh, there we go, Kenny Rogers chicken, everyone. So uh, the, the Kenny yeah. Rogers roasters. I love I, Hank Williams is a he's. I feel like maybe Art LeBeau would play some Hank Williams. Was he the or, guy who used to do the Monday Night Football theme song? That's his son, so. Hank Williams Jr. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. His father was an OG crooner where he sang songs like uh, "Hey, Good Looking, What You Got Cooking," but that's not the song. Hi, you you were really born in the wrong era, weren't you, Alicia? You, you have know, an old I soul, love huh? music, and and I don't limit myself. I I love. There's a lot of good crunches, like Johnny Cash. You got. I like, like, I, I like Johnny Cash. He's are yes. you considered country. Okay. Yes, he like is. I love Johnny Cash, and, and I'll tell you guys this, if you haven't seen it, because I think it's kind of old now, but the Tigers of the North covered <laughs> that album that uh, that Juanito and Efectivo made of, um, Folsom, I forget, the, the Folsom, Folsom Prison. State, Folsom Prison Blues. Yeah, that like album. That. And it's on Netflix. Okay. Well, it, that's where I saw it. I saw it on Netflix. But they cover all those songs of his, and they do it in Spanish, and, and it's fantastic. So for okay. all you Tigers of the North fans, you should check it out. That's a recommendation for me. It's a huge recommendation. I'm so happy you brought that up. I wish more people would see it because you know that they had to get permission from the Cash family because they recreated what Johnny Cash did when he went and sang at Folsom Prison. Yeah. And when Johnny Cash went, it was all men. When Los, Tig Los Tigres go, it's half yeah. women now. Yeah, it's crazy right. how, and it's all Latinos, it feels like, from what they, I mean, I know they targeted to speak with, but it, I, I highly recommend it because not only is it a great 
film or documentary with great music in it, but you're seeing it's like a slice of of uh, socioeconomics happening in our country right now. Yeah. And I love that Los Tigres wanted to do that, wanted to go there. And I love that Johnny Cash's family supported them going there. I love it all around. I love it. This is just a lot of love today for me. <laughs> there we go. So for those of you who listened to our last episode and were concerned and were writing notes and letters, is Alicia okay? Oh, I think you guys all know. Alicia's okay now. She she's all right. Uh, we we talked about music, which she loves. Um, but to wrap things up, prison blues, Folsom prison blues. To to wrap things up on this episode, and what I was going to say is, I know we're going to talk. This is going to be a subject in in future. By the time this episode drops, we're going to know about Trevor Bauer. Uh, what the Dodgers are going to do about Trevor Bauer. That's right. So I know in the next coming weeks, we're going to have a lot of debates about character and, and all that stuff. So to me, it's just nice that we're going to actually spend time focusing on, on some of the good guys and, and the work that they do with the Dodgers. And I think this also factors in for all those people that say we need to keep Bauer because who just focus on the baseball side of it. This is kind of what Babyface were talking, uh, uh, Babyface and I were talking about on our YouTube shorts, in the sense that this is not the Trevor Bauer thing is not just a baseball decision. You factor in the stuff with the community into it. You, I mean, Chris Taylor. You see a lot of Dodger players out there in the community doing these events, whether you think it's necessary or not, it is part of professional sports now because you are representing that organization. Mm -hmm. So what Chris Taylor, I, yes, Chris Taylor's doing this on as part of his foundation and it's what he wants to do, but the Dodgers are associated with this because you see Chris Taylor and what is it? Hey, Chris Taylor plays for the Dodgers. So this is good. Uh, this is good karma for the Dodgers, right? And I'm sure the Dodgers are, are supporting the foundation in, in some mm -hmm. way. What are you smiling about, Princesa? No, <laughs> they, they did. You're right. I'm just answering your question. Um, <laughs> I, I will tell you right now, I'm not looking forward to getting sucked into that rabbit hole of Trevor Bauer because there are so many opinions on all sides, right? So, yeah. but I know we have to do it. And I'm still not sure. Just when I thought I knew what the Dodgers were going to do, now I'm reading a whole bunch of other the signals are all pointing in a different direction. I'm like, oh, man. So I, I, I don't want to go down that ball. rabbit hole because by the time this this drops, we're going to know what the Dodgers did. So we but will you know say there's that. There's going to be a group of people not happy with whatever the Dodgers you're, you're do. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And, and, and we'll save that for another episode. But for this episode, it it's about Chris Taylor. Please, you'll have time to still buy your ticket. Hopefully, there'll still be tickets uh, available so you guys can not only support the CT Foundation, but Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. All of this is for a good cause. You're going to be able to see La Princesa de Picolandia swing in tacones, stilettos. She may take a digger off of the top of it. I mean, this may all be like breaking news. This is all for a good cause. And plus, no. what I hope comes off of it is that you guys from our inner, our short time with Chris is that you get to see a little bit more about him and see the personality that that, that he has. So, uh, again, this comes now the reminder. If you haven't already subscribed to the, uh, to the podcast on your audio formats, please go ahead and do so. You can find it wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Don't forget about our YouTube channel. You can go ahead and, and see this hat that uh, La Princesa is wearing uh, that accentuates <laughs> her hair. So uh, make sure you subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can, we have all our episodes there. You can, you can check out past episodes. If it's easier, just subscribe to the channel. It's all there. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say before we close things out? No, everybody, just be cool. Take care of yourself. Say hi if you do uh, get to uh, be at the Driving for Hope event on January 12th. Please stop by and say hi. We might have a, a couple of things to give you. Wink, wink. A couple she, of giveaways. She, she loves the giveaways. She I love giveaways. giveaways. I love presents. 
Okay. <laughs> so giveaways. Baby face. Any last words? Uh, stay dry and don't uh, get uh, blown away by the floods or whatever that's that's going on. We're getting a lot of rain, so. Yeah. All right. Slow down. Slow down. Okay. <laughs> we got things I, on a positive note there. Uh, I, I, so. I was nervous. I was nervous that you know my power was going to go out during this. Uh, I, I had that same. <laughs> I had that same feeling. But, but it stopped raining, so we're all good here. Yes. So uh, that's a great biblical reference that we're going to end on now, as the <clears throat> the end of the world Did is I coming here. Should I put up my, po I have a playlist for rainy days. Should I put it like on Spotify or something? Absolutely. Hey guys, keep an eye out for Alicia's uh, rainy day <laughs> playlist there. So for this episode of the Bleed Loss Podcast, <laughs> yo he sido su servidor, Juan Ramirez, de parte de mis colegas, Alicia and Babyface. Nos vemos para la próxima. This episode of the Bleed Loss Podcast has been brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.